Welcome to Bridges. I'm Monica Schmelter. So glad that you could join us today. Today on Bridges, we're going to look at the Messianic miracle when Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, John chapter 11. And my good friend, Adonis Lindsay, is here today. Adonis, good to have you back. Monica, it's always good to be in the studio with you. And thank you for just reaching out and asking me to be a part of this. I've had so much fun and just uh, looking to continue to have fun as we talk about the book of John. Yeah, and just to really... Um, talk about these scriptures that are in there, you mm -hmm. know, all 66 books of the Bible, you know, are inspired <laughs> by God, right? Yes. I believe it to be the absolute truth. We were talking at WHTN, like, how can we best serve our community? Yes. What, what can we do in these dark times? And the best thing we could do, of course, is to share God's word. Yeah, absolutely. And, and to stand on it as the absolute truth of God, because it is. It is. And yes. the book of John is really all about a relationship with Christ, mm -hmm. growing in that. It's about the deity of Christ. And while theologians argue about lots of stuff, most yeah. of them agree that John wrote. John. <laughs> yeah. John wrote the book of John. And so let's start with uh, chapter 11 okay. and this miracle of Lazarus being raised from the dead. Why is that called a messianic miracle. You know, I think with that, that is that is one of those miracles that, to me, Monica, served many purposes. I think it was more than just a man being raised from the dead. Because when, when you think of Jesus and you think of God, they're so intentional of, of what they do. And they're trying to, and to me, it's like they're trying to really drive home the point, hey, I am the son of God. And the whole miracle was set up in such a way that it brought out, it showed you unbelief in people. It showed you unbelief in people that were close to Jesus. And which I go back, Monica, as this book of John is about building that relationship. And I just, I feel like I have to say this, so many people that could fall into the assumption that they're close to God and they're not. Yeah. And that's where, and that's a, that's a good realization when you realize whoa i'm not as close then i've got some work to do and it's attainable to get on a path to get back close to jesus because so many things can happen in this world monica and we can all agree to that we live in a world that's upside down that's backwards and forwards that's just it can be crazy at times and it will test your relationship it will it will it will rip the covers off and cause you to see how much faith do you really have in the God that you say you serve? And I think that's what this miracle, to me, as I read those scriptures, and it just, many things jump out off the pages to me, but I really feel like God is, is, is at that point, and Jesus is at that point where it's like, guys, I've been with you. I'm on a timeline, and you still don't get it yet. Yeah, and you know, you look at all that's changed, right, from that day until now. Yeah all the technology, all the life, and yet <laughs> yeah. isn't it still so much the same that we have the Bible, we have these stories that are the yeah. absolute truth. Yes, I know that Mary, um, Mary and Martha and everybody in the Pharisees, they were all with Jesus. It's his last days. He's on a deadline. Yeah. He's going to give his life. Like that's got to be concerning to yes, him. Yes. People not getting it have to be concerning. And I look at today and I think, okay, the darkness in our world, we live in this world where more and more every day, mm -hmm. we see everything that is a lie being called the truth. Yeah. We see the things yeah. that are wrong being called right. And I think Jesus knows that 
you know, whatever day it is, we don't know when Jesus is coming mm -hmm. back, but we know that we're getting closer and he's got to think, okay, people, where are you? Yeah. So this is our chance to yes. like wake up yes. and say, okay, Maybe I'm not where I need to be with Christ, but that can change that today. Can change. I can open up the word today. And we want you to open up the word with us. We're in John chapter 11. We want you to do that. We want to study this out together, this messianic miracle of raising Lazarus from the dead. And just what are some of the things that you see in this Adonis that you can apply to life even today? Well, I think the first thing, Monica, is, you know, Jesus, <laughs> I go back, he's so brilliant. Mm hmm and he's so strategic. God's not gonna waste one moment no. of time. Hi everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening, who should call right now? Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Everything he does is on purpose. And, and to me, I think one of the first lessons I get out of this story is that even when Lazarus uh, has passed away, and even before that, it talks about the relationship that Jesus had uh, with Mary, Martha, and, and Lazarus, and uh, they seemed to be all close, good friends. Yeah. And when he passed away, Jesus wasn't even there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, wasn't there, mm -mm. and word got back to him, and I think right, th and Jesus already knew, but I think even with his disciples, he's trying to set this up in such a way, I want to see where your faith is. I want to see. And, and And I'm thankful because he knows the days that are, we're approaching, Monica. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. And even in those days, he knew he was not going to be there much longer. And he wanted, to, he was doing this faith gauge on him. Mm -hmm. And I love what he told them. He goes, you know, uh, they're like, Jesus, you know, Lazarus is dead. And, and he said, we're, we're going to wait a little bit. Yeah. We're going to wait. We're going to yeah. wait. We're going to wait. And, and they waited. They waited past the three days because Biblical customs back then, you know, when somebody passed away, there were some that believed that the spirit still hovered yeah. <laughs> around the body. Now, that's just whether that's true or not. I don't know. But that's what the people's belief, if they believe that. And so Jesus took that into account and he was going to stay longer because he didn't want that to be a factor. So he, he was setting it up right then and there, Monica, that uh, when I get done with this, you have no other alternative but to know that I am the son of God. And I really feel like uh, he was bothered that he had to go to that extent. You know, we know that. We know that he was bothered. We, we yes. know that in John chapter 11, it talks about him being angry. And it doesn't give like lots of explanation on what yeah. that's about. But, you know, I wanted to say you brought up here how Jesus delayed. If you look at John yes. 11, I'll just read verse 5 really quick. It says, so although... This is after Jesus finds out Lazarus is passed. Although Jesus loved Martha, Mary, and Lazarus, 
he stayed where he was for the next two days. Yeah. So I think at this point they're trying to get word to him that he's sick. Yeah. And, yeah. But he stay he stays where he was, and so we have to know that that's on purpose. That's on purpose. Yeah. And and that he's not there, and that Mary and Martha are just feeling like, well, you know, if only you had been here, been here if yeah. you could have stopped all of yeah. this. And yet there's all of this going on. And the Pharisees oh, yeah. are watching. They're sitting down because they're constantly plotting, Monica. And I think that's a lesson or a life lesson for us to know, even in the world we live in, there's people that are always plotting to take out the work of God, the work of Jesus. Uh, there's systems in place in this world that are always plotting. They got that pharmaceutical spirit behind them, Monica, that's always plotting to to null and void the things of God. And this is, and I think Jesus, just knew that he, God, God knows the, the end from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So I, that's why I really believe he's trying to teach him and see where your faith is. Cause this is going to be something I need to know who's really with me. I need to know if I need to spend a little bit more time <laughs> with you <laughs> to, to get your faith where it needs to be. Because even, you know, uh, you can imagine his disciples probably talking amongst themselves when Jesus told them, Hey, you know, Lazarus is sleeping. Then finally he got to the point, guys, Lazarus is dead, all right? He's dead. But we're gonna go, we're gonna go raise him up. Yes. But he's dead. And and the frustration comes, Monica, as I was reading in, in verse 33, it says, Therefore, when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her weeping, so everybody is crying, he groaned in the spirit. Now this is this was not a him joining in the weeping party. When he groaned in the spirit, I think that was like, man, they're coming to me and they still don't know who I am. Yeah. You know, so he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. And he said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Verse 35, the shortest, most powerful to me scripture is Jesus wept. He cried. He cried. Not over Lazarus. He knew what he was going to do. But he's looking at all the unbelief that is around him right now. And, you know, you think about today's world, how things happen. It's all to try to shake your faith. When things go south and you look at the world today, listen, if you don't have hope in Jesus, hope in God, it'll be easy for your faith to be shaken. Yes. But Jesus on assignment, show me where you laid him. And then he cried because he knew the bigger miracle was getting people's faith, <laughs> Monica. That's the whole thing. That's, See, that's the bigger miracle right there. It, I gotta that, get... that the messianic miracle is that he raised Lazarus from yeah. the dead. And we know that that is a miracle. Yes. Like we, don't, we don't dispute that. Yeah. But you all, the larger challenge and the biggest miracle is when you, when I, yeah. when you, Adonis, mm-hmm. when we wake up to the truth and the reality of God's word and yeah. say, okay, so times are dark here yeah. on planet earth and everything that can be shaken is being it's shaken. Being sh- yeah. I think of that scripture when Jesus says, but when I return, yeah. will I find faith on the will earth? Will I find faith? Still looking, still yeah. looking, Monica. Yeah. Will <laughs> I find faith that his eyes go to and fro mm-hmm. across the world to find one whose heart is right toward him or in other words, seeking him, not talking about perfection in our yes, own selves. Absolutely. And so for me, you know, I can look at all of these events in these last yeah. year and I can definitely say, yeah, I've definitely been troubled. I, I feel oh, like yes, everything's absolutely. been shaken. It's just been. And, and so I've looked at myself as being caught undone in some mm-hmm, ways, mm-hmm. but 
what encourages me in that is the fact that I'm aware. Yeah. Like that my eyes are open, that I have some growing to do, to do. and some studying to do. These are indicators that while I'm not perfect, I'm moving toward him. I still want to grow. And, yeah. and I hope that that's what all of you see too. Yet you may be completely shaken and angry about all the things that, that have been going on, but you're still hanging in there and let that encourage you as we study the word together, as we all endeavor to grow closer to Christ. Yeah. And I think that's key, Mona, because even out of our own mouth, as, as the sisters kept saying, mm-hmm. Lord, if you had, if you had been yes. here, yeah. He wouldn't have died. If you had been here, he wouldn't have died. Yeah. And, and, and if we think about that, Monica, if, if, if that were our belief in Jesus, we would, we would confine him to one spot. Right. And I think when he heard that, he's thinking, God's everywhere. Yeah. I'm already there. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and that's, to me, once again, that's, that's that bigger miracle we, they saw him in bodily form, but he was already there. He was, he was there before they got there. He, yes. He's already there. Yes. And they're saying this statement that, that put him in a box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's what grieved his spirit. Because mm-hmm. both of them, Lord, if, if, even after he said, I'm, I'm the resurrection, I'm the life. He who believes in me, yet though he were dead, he shall rise again. And he's mm-hmm. making these statements. And they're still, if you had been here. Yes. He would not have died. And they put him in the box. He grieved, but he was still on assignment. And I think that showed him how this miracle could set up to grow people's faith, to stretch people's faith. And it will still bring on the attack of the enemy because it always does. But I think he realized, I still got some work to do here beyond raising Lazarus from the dead, (laughs) you know, and, you know, as Christians, as Christ followers, I think it's so important for us, Monica, not to put God in a box Mm -hmm. and things will always happen in life that we will never understand this side of heaven, this side of eternity. Things are going to happen, come out of the left field. It's going to happen, but we cannot put God in that box. Well, God, if you had, because then it's putting, almost putting blame, Mm -hmm on God. And we got to right. be careful. Yeah. I mean, we, we, it's his last right few days on earth. Yes. And they're still like, well, if only you had been here, this wouldn't have happened. You all, that's not even true. That's what, what they speculate, right? Yes. Yes. It's what I speculate. Well, God, if, if you had only, or if I had only, those are all speculations. speculation. And, and that is our limiting God and putting mm-hmm, him in the box. Mm-hmm. And the larger issue is, are we judging him? Yeah. You know, are we questioning him? Like you should have done this another you way. You should have done this another way, or yeah, that's, yeah. That can be. That's dangerous. Yes, very dangerous mm-hmm. because, as as humans, even you know, you'll find out how close you are to people. Yeah. Uh, when they think you're the reason of their misfortune. Uh huh. Or or mm-hmm. something bad happening in their mm-hmm. life. Uh, that's when true colors mm-hmm. kind of come out, Monica. Mm-hmm. And here you've got friendships being tested you've got uh pharisees looking at jesus trying to get him to trip up and make a mistake and i don't i don't even think jesus cared about what was going on with the fair he he knew you know what they're on assignment just like i'm on assignment right they're gonna they're gonna do their thing but i'm here to do my thing and and as he was moving forward i think he said something he said a prayer 
to me that really stood out, Monica, that really let me know, okay, this is not just about him raising Lazarus from the dead. But he said this prayer, and it's almost like if you were in the middle of a crowd of people and you wanted to bring an awareness of God, uh, would you pray silently or would you pray out loud? Yeah. You'd pray out loud. Right. You know, right. you wouldn't be obnoxious with it or anything like that, but you would be on assignment even to let people know, hey, there's a God out here. So he said this prayer after, you know, they took him and uh, to where Lazarus was. He's standing there. And even before he prayed, Monica, uh, he asked him, you know, roll the stone away. Now, that's intentional as well. You know, as we set this scene up, and a lot of people, I think, were right on the verge of a miracle and may miss it because they're uncomfortable. And when he said, roll the stone away, now you got the Pharisees there, you got the law there, <laughs> you got a man that's been dead for three days, they've <laughs> rolled the stone because they think he's decaying in there. And now here's the truth of it, Monica. We don't know what the condition of Lazarus' body was behind that. Nope. He could have been decaying. It's three days. Right. That, that has no concern to God. None. But Jesus just calls out, an instruction, roll the stone away. We were talking about in one of our, our sessions earlier about following the voice of God. Yeah. Now, it doesn't, he didn't call out a name for somebody. He just said, roll the stone away. Yep. And somebody had to have enough faith, Monica. Yes. yes. To step up through the stairs of the Pharisees mm -hmm. and roll that stone away. Yes. Somebody had to have faith to move, to roll that stone right. away. We look at this story, and you all, we have the complete John chapter 11. These people didn't. They didn't. They didn't exactly. have. They didn't. Okay, so there, you talk about living on the edge of your seat. I cannot yeah. imagine. Okay, all these people crying. Cry yeah. Jesus praying out loud. When Jesus says to roll the stone away, and you're right, he doesn't say anyone's name. We no. don't know. They knew. Yeah. Right. Okay, but even at this point, Martha says, <laughs> but it's, yeah. the smell will be terrible. Yeah. Like Jesus wouldn't know that the smell exactly. would be terrible. So you've got someone that loves Jesus saying, yeah, but the yeah. smell's going to be terrible. You got the Pharisees who are all like high, on high alert. Yeah. Let's see what he does now. Let's see, yeah. Let's see what's going to happen now. Yeah. All that tension in the air, dead man grief. And he gives this instruction to roll the stone away. So if you touch that stone, then you're associated with you're Jesus. You're associated with him. And somebody overcame that. Yeah. Somebody overcame that because their yeah. faith was at a level that I'm, I don't know what I'm going to see right now, but I'm about to see something. That's right. That's going to be great right yes. now. But the same people that were uh, crying about, you know, their, their brother being dead, you would think, Monica, they would be in alignment and say, yeah, do what Jesus said. But what do they do? Once again, it's like that humanity comes and say, oh, no, 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 don't do it. Right. What are you doing, Jesus? Is After Jesus has already said, I am the resurrection <laughs> and the life. Now, to me, that would give me enough indicator to know that he knows what he's doing and he's about to do a miracle yeah. here. 
But why am I trying to talk him out of it? Yeah, like he wouldn't know that it would Ex be stinky. Exactly. And we, we can look, Adonis, at our own situations yes, today. Yes. And all the times that we're like, well, God, this is so bad. Like, it's been so long. I mean, this is a rotten situation. Yeah. It stinks. God, this. And we load ourselves up with these thoughts. Yeah. And maybe he's saying to us, not the exact words of roll the stone away, but he gives us a part that we have to play, we play. and we don't want to do it. I mean, yeah. when I look at this, Jesus could have had an angel roll he could away have spoke the stone. to the stone and yes. said, get out of the way. So that's there's, a part, there's a part in faith that it. we play yes. and that we have to obey yes. no matter what we see or think we see or feel or smell. And I think as you talked about, missing a miracle if yeah. we're going to miss it that's probably the place where we that's miss it that's the place where we miss it monica and it, you know so many times i believe there's these attacks on our faith yeah and we've got to be quicker to recognize those yeah and a lot of times it's not the enemy it's not the outside it's it's what goes on in our mind yes it right is here. Yes, it is. And we talk ourselves out of it. But thank God there were some people there that weren't afraid of the religious eyes that were looking at them. Mm -hmm. They weren't afraid of, okay, if I step up and roll this stone away, what's somebody going to say? No, right. that was a faith-filled person mm -hmm. to roll that away. And then Jesus said this prayer, Monica. I'm going to yeah. get back to this because mm -hmm. he said this. It was very intentional. He said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. Amen. And I know that you always hear me. But because of the people who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. Amen. That right there, Monica, that is the whole premise of this miracle. Jesus was honest. He started way back when word first got to him. Yeah. And he told his disciples, hey, you know, we're going to stay a little while. We're not in a hurry. <laughs> Lazarus is sleeping. Mm -hmm. He was on assignment all to get people to believe that he yeah. was the son of God, that he was sent from heaven down to earth mm -hmm. to save the world. He was on assignment. And even today, we're still trying to get people, Monica, yes. to believe mm -hmm. that Jesus Christ is the son of God. Amen. I tell people this all the time, you know, some, you, you, you can't give Jesus a nickname. Mm -hmm. You can't all, I get irritated sometimes. And maybe this, because I'm, I'm getting older. I don't know what it is, Monica. <laughs> But when they like, oh, that's my homie, Jesus. No, he's not your homie. No. He's not your boo. <laughs> no, Come he's on, not. Come on, he's none of that. No. He is no. Jesus Christ. He's the mm -hmm. King of Kings. Yes. He's the Lord of Lords. The yes. moment you give him a nickname to me, I, I, you start devaluing his, well, who he is. Yes. And the book of John, as we go through it, and we're studying this chapter by yeah. chapter now, one of the main points, the overall points that the book of John is sharing with us is the deity the of deity Christ. Of and so he is our elder brother. Yes. He is the friend that sticks closer than a brother. He's our advocate. He's not our homie. No. no. no it's no. not like that. He's not my road dog. No, None of that. No. no he's the king no. of kings, Monica. He is. And... We have to have that reverential yes. love and respect yes. for him and that gratefulness that he calls us friend. Exactly. But that understanding that he is a much greater friend. He is Lord and Savior. <laughs> exactly. And you all, knowing the deity of Christ yes. changes everything. everything. Yes. And so 
some of these and people he, clearly didn't yeah. get it, and, and think, some of and us I think don't. That's where Mary and Martha were. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were still associating him as the Jesus that would come over and they mm -hmm. would cook for mm -hmm. him and serve him and hang out and sit at his feet and listen to the teachings mm -hmm. and, and, and the good Bible study yes. and the good friend that he was. But he was the son Amen. of God. Amen. And I think, once again, going back to Jesus' web, because he realized, man, they still don't know who I am. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's why this... This prayer that could have been silent. Mm -hmm. he, said, he said, God, I know you always hear me. Amen. But I'm saying this because I need them to believe that you sent me here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, intentional. And, yeah. And you know, Adonis, the whole point of this Bible and Jesus being sent to this earth is for us to have the opportunity to believe. It's not yeah. just good stories. Yeah. It's not just feel good. It's not, oh, Jesus is a good friend, advocate. He is those things, but he is the savior of the world. And the question is, is he the savior of my life? Yeah, yes. That's what we all have yes. to ask yes. ourselves. And so he prays that prayer, as you said, so intentionally out loud, and it sets so many things in motion. And yet even today, all these years later, it's like, are we grieving him mm -hmm. by not believing? That's the key, Monica, because even... You know, even after this miracle, so many did start believing, but yet so many did not believe, you know? And I think at that point, even, you know, there's the, the, the story in the Bible where uh, the rich man and Lazarus, they both, uh, I don't know if it was Lazarus or, but they both die and they go, one, one is in the bosom of Abraham and the other one's in hell. Yes. And he's like, Lord, if you can just send some people to my family. Send yes. And, and the response was, even if I raise up one of the prophets and go, people are still not going to believe. Yeah. And it comes back to <laughs> overall, do you believe that he is the son of God? And when you believe that he is, that changes everything it does it does it changes everything that true belief even when it jumps off the scripture off the pages this is that's got to be alive on the inside of you and then you shape your life around your belief system right. all of our decisions all, our choices is our belief system yeah you know it's whether he's our savior or yeah. we think he's our homie yeah that changes everything that changes like that changes everything. the relationship and so you all we have this opportunity today there is still time to believe today. There is still time to grow mm -hmm. in Christ today. You know, that's why the Bible, I think, says today is the day is of the salvation. Day. Exactly, right now, right now. I tell my kids this all the time because it's like, you know, as, as kids, you know, they mess up. And, th and I have to, like with my son, I got to guys, this is not the end of the world. No. Don't get so down on yourself. We're here to help you not make those mistakes exactly. again, you know? So when I correct that, it's, it's to help you recognize it more. I see it, but you didn't. But let me help you with that. And this is not the end all. No. But I think so many times as adults, we have that, we can be childlike and be like, oh, this is it. I'll never bounce back. I'll never. <laughs> but we've got today. Yes. We're out of time, but thank you. I want you to stay again so we can take it yes, another uh, look at another chapter in John. But thank you so much. Yes, thanks for having me, Monica. The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. 
Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ.